This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave, Mave Dartina, as Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks, guys. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Shit Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipeco. I'm Truman. And hey, we're back. And this is episode 439, A Most Triumphant Return. <laughs> triumphant for us. Yeah. Not triumphant for the Red Bulls. No. <laughs> so in case people are wondering why we were off for a month, MLS didn't care about their regular season, so we said, fuck it, why do we care? Correct. <laughs> Honestly, we, we I think we planned on, like, one or two episodes, and we're like, fuck this shit, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back, we'll summarize the League's Cup, we'll talk Women's World Cup, and then get into some other stuff. Uh, so first, the League's Cup. Red Bulls survived, for the best, better way of phrasing it, their group. They... Yep. Beat New England on penalty kicks. I, I honestly forget who they played, the Mexican team, but they beat them. <laughs> they they beat them with thanks to a Cornell penalty save and followed up by a goal that nobody on TV saw live because the fucking producer of the, of the game didn't know what they were doing. Yep, surprise, surprise. Apple TV is still right on top of things. Well, I think MLS is the one that produces it, but whoever the guy that's in charge of making the call, if this is the camera angle and what we're doing right now, didn't think, hey, there's action happening. I should maybe switch the camera. Yeah, that that'd be silly. Yeah. Um they won their what was it, I guess round of sixteen match against New England or sorry, New York City. One nothing. Yep. Uh against Philly, they surprisingly got a one nothing lead. Should have absolutely been two nothing, possibly more than Surprise, surprise, asking to hold the lead for 85 minutes doesn't really work. And went the penalty kicks and lost to uh, Philly on penalty kicks. I think it was 4-3. Um, so they were out of the league's cup. So at least there's somewhat of a break. I think they got like two weeks off. Uh, I know we have tweets. Do we want to read them? Yeah, I mean, I'll just really all the tweets really came from the last game. Okay. So. Um, which is always good to start off uh, a month break with with anger. Uh, our friend Eddie Pierre Delecto said, I want to run onto the tarmac and hope I'm run over by a landing Dreamliner. Uh, that was so Metro yet again. Tonino M, the Ray Bread Bowl is built from top to bottom. This organization isn't very good and probably never will be. Is BJ Callahan available? Maybe he can turn chicken shit into chicken salad. Uh, 
at Creepy Taxi, Stephen Santos said, that's so Metro, of course. And then our friend Ruchesco said, hilarious descent into 10th grade pickup soccer in that second half. But seriously, does does anything say playing for PKs like going 5-4-1 with Barlow up top for 25 minutes? Waiter, tip your hand, Troy. And then uh, NYC underscore Ty say no to fascist said, such a horrible idea to sub Morgan on at the last minute. There's a lot to delve into on that last game. A lot. A whole you know, lot. But should we just talk about the last game, I guess? Well, we could talk. I mean, I'd like to cover a, a, just a little bit of everything because there's one big thing if you want to talk about dislikes, right? It's, it's the Red Bull rearing their ugly head again in this entire thing. Lack of goal scoring. The whole time they scored two goals in one game and two of the games went to penalties. Um, lack of goal scoring bit them in well, the they, they, they technically scored four goals in the tournament, I think. One against one New against York City, New one against Philly, two against the Mexican team. So, right, but four total. Unfortunately, that's four total in one, five two, games, three, or four games, four Sorry. games, four games. They scored four goals in four games. That's about that's my first season, season average. So, <laughs> right. So, again, that's the glaring problem this team still has. Cannot yeah, that that Van Zier miss that would have made it to nothing in, in the first 20 minutes was. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say. Like. You have to keep a one-on-one like that. You, If you're a designated player, you have to score those goals. There's no choice. Yeah, or, I mean, at least put a, a better shot on than he did, honestly. At, at least force a save, which didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but, again, the problem with that is that he missed, and they didn't do anything for the rest of the game. Do you that want was, to, do you want like to, do you want to the Philly game? Field. Let's just fucking let, now let's well. get in the Philly game. Bad coaching. Bad coaching. Fucking So is how you really feel. Okay. You're a shit manager. Terrible decision making. Terrible. Terrible second half decisions. Every single one of them was bad. Pulling off all of your your scoring players. Uh, They started pulling guys off with a one nothing lead, which is not safe, especially not in Philly. I mean, good God. You thought a one nothing lead was safe to just start pulling everyone out. Um, I mean, they almost lost it in the first half, too. Yeah, and then that Lewis Morgan coming on in the final seconds and having him take the first penalty kick, I thought that was a absolutely terrible decision again. Terrible. No excuse for that. Uh, why he's stepping up first. Why? I, I just don't understand if you're – listen, they suck, right? We know they suck. Was this was this probably their better chance to win a trophy? Well, they probably weren't going to beat Miami anyway. Um, but who knows? Maybe if they actually start kept most of their players in the game and didn't rely on old fucking Tom Barlow for the rest of it, maybe they could have gotten that second goal in the second half. Maybe they could have not taken this game to penalties. And maybe you could have had better, better uh, penalty takers in the PK shootout. There's a lot of fucking managers. Bad, bad managing. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of ifs in there, too, right? Because 
I, I think when we watched the game live, I said, you know, if Van Zier gets that goal, any, all other things being equal, nothing else matters because we win 2-1. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just bad decision-making all around. It's almost like after that Van Zier miss, um, Sane was like, you know what, time to bunker in the first half. I'm pretty sure the last 20 minutes of that half was clear. We're not going to go forward unless we have an absolute advantage. Yeah. And we can't generate advantages this year. Our quote press doesn't work the way it used to. Uh, part of that is the league has gotten much better and we haven't. And part of that is that we just don't have the same, I guess, team cohesion in the press. Uh, it, it, it's occurring to me that, you know, the Marshers were great. And, and part of that is because the league as a whole was a little bit worse off. So they couldn't handle the press as well. But I also feel like Marsh's teams were drilled better in pressing together where I feel like the current iteration, we are perfectly fine with letting one forward press and nobody following, which wastes the legs of the forward and just allows teams to pass the ball and break lines. I mean, granted, Philly, Philly's a good team, right? So that's, that's part of the equation. Sure, but, sure. But we held them to one goal. So if we just do a better job as a whole team pressing, I don't think that goal ever happens, but that's besides the point. Uh, I don't understand pulling off players um, wait that early. Um, the, the one tweet about the 10th grade pickup game, you know, that's to a degree part of the Red Bull philosophy you kind of want to get into a little bit of a track meet situation because you want the other team to run ragged. And when they start doing that, they are more prone to make errors, which means your press will be more effective. Right? So the last, I don't know, 10 minutes of the game, that's almost a plan for the Red Bulls. That's, that's like how we want to play. The problem is the other 80 minutes were not consistent. And I, I get it. You can't press the whole 90 minutes in fucking middle of August in Philadelphia, that's not going to work. You're just going to tire yourself out much quicker. But you can do it smart, and we're not. No. And then take taking off two of your designated players when penalty kicks is a real possibility is, I, I, I can't, I don't know. I understand wanting to keep them fresh. For what? With a one nothing lead, wait. I mean, nothing, I mean, you you, you lose and you have two free. Yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah. If we if we had if we were up two or three goals, that's one thing. If we lose, we're on a break. Who cares? Yeah. They'll have time to recoup. Um. Yeah, and if you win, okay, now you're you're a step closer to uh, you, then you're in the semifinals of a tournament. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And I know people do not like bringing Lewis Morgan on just to take the penalty kick. I don't necessarily disagree with the move. I disagree with him going first. Yes. I disagree. I disagree with bringing him on with literally like a minute to go. You should have brought him on with 10 minutes or so because let him actually warm up and get into the game a little bit. Yeah. Get his legs on him a little bit. Exactly. Um, I will say though, is that that penalty kick from Morgan wasn't a terrible penalty kick. It's just that Blake guessed correctly and Mm -hmm. made a good save. So I don't really blame Morgan for missing that. It's it, That was more of the goalkeeper doing a, a great job at penalty kick. But 
if you bring him in 10 minutes earlier, maybe he's in the game a little more, he's a little more warmed up, and maybe he has a better attempt at a penalty kick. Right, better zip on the ball or something. Yeah. I, I mean, if we're going to talk about penalty kicks, I forget who, who was to hit their fucking crossbar. Like that, let's talk about that one. Woof. Like, Woof. Penalty, kick, penalty, penalty kick rule number one, put it on net. It doesn't matter yeah. where. You got to put it on net and make the keeper make the save. That's that's Correct. all you have to do. Yep. If you're gonna go high like that, you better fucking make sure it's under the bar. And I mean, I'll, I'll even though we gave up four penalty kick goals, I'll say Cornell came up big again in penalty kicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, penalty kicks at this point, the way the rules are written, it's it's like 99 percent of the time it's going to the the penalty kick taker, not the goalie. So. For him to make one out of five, one one out of five saves, that's actually a pretty good percentage in that situation. I mean, even Andre Blake was technically one out of five if you count because he didn't save the one that went off the crossbar. Right. Uh, it's just if listen, I'm I was happy we got a break. One because I didn't need this, this fucking aggravation for <laughs> the last week, but two, our players need a break. Right. So ultimately, I think this is a good thing. I do not know if League's Cup is going to turn into MLS success. And I <clears throat> I am on the side of the fence that says it's not going to. If we were doing blowout wins, then I'd say, yeah, it's going to be, you know, great. Yeah. But, and we didn't, we're, I didn't write the transfer talk on the, the agenda, but when your biggest off or mid-season acquisition are youth defenders that are probably not going to start immediately. Who cares about the tournament? I'd rather have the legs fresh for the, the stretch that you're going to need because guess what? You're not in a fucking playoff spot right now. Yep. You need all hands on deck for you, Right. And you can't tell me there's not a player you could find somewhere on the planet that you could spend some big bucks on and bring in. It, you tell, you you tell me we couldn't get Apple to swing a, a messy type deal for Neymar just for us. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I know, I know it goes against the ethos of getting guys that are older, but come on. But like right now we're sitting four, four points out of a playoff spot with 11 games to go. Like this is not a good position to be in. Nope. So why are we wasting our time on the, the league's cup? If this is how we were going to do it. Right. Now, if we if we made it like the finals and lost against Messi, that's eh, whatever. Because unfortunately, Messi's been kind of tearing it up against everybody. Well, we, we would have lost in the semifinals to them, but okay. Well, either way, but it, losing to Messi the way it, he's been playing, it's whatever. Right. Speaking of speaking of, th- this is a, something I mentioned online too after that loss. You know what really drives me nuts about this team is that every time they get the opportunity to host a big game, they fucking lose. Every It's like every time, if it's like in the playoffs or Open Cup or or this tournament, hey, if you if you beat Philly, you'll you'll host the next game, you'll host the semifinal at home. Blast. They do in the Open Cup all the time. Hey, you'll get a semifinal game at home if you win this game. Lose. Every time, oh, this team in the West, you know, this team got knocked out. If you make it to MS Finals, you'll be the host. Lose. It fucking drives me crazy with this team. 
and they do it consistently, they never, ever, ever step up in the big, big moment, ever. Yeah. However a big moment this game was, if you want to say it was big or not big, being a League Cup or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you have a great opportunity to host a game, and you would have hosted against Messi and made probably made a lot of money at the stadium. Well, just saying. So they would have they would have had to go to that what the the Mexican team or what, what I can't remember who the Philly oh, played. Oh come they on, they they would have beat them too. I mean, we barely squeaked by against the Mexican team early on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Quatero, uh, I think they say it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, clearly, like, it would have been, uh, you know, like you said, any time that there's a chance at getting to a specific home match in a big tournament, Against arguably a very beatable opponent, we seem to choke that situation away. Every time. They're the absolute masters of it. So, are we done with the the on-the-field stuff for that game? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I know Mark Fishkin tweeted a picture for the game after we played Philly. I pointed them out during the game. The the two guys next to the Red Bulls bench looked kind of familiar in the the suits. Vince and Vance Moss. I had to look their names up because I couldn't remember them. The uh, brothers who used to be New York Red Bulls fans who are now apparently Philadelphia Union fans. Good. Take them. You can have those idiots. Those dudes suck. I don't care that they're army doctors. They suck. They're such posers. So for anybody who do not know them, obviously army doctors, um, but specifically uh, the reason they came to light was because uh, they were, they would sit behind the opposing bench and became known for What's what's the right word? I'm trying to think of the word off the top of my head and I can't. Chirping. That's what I was thinking of. Chirp. They're, they became infamous for chirping the opposing team. And I think at one point they actually caused one of the players to try to climb up the stairs to fight him. Yeah, yeah that's like a near incident. And I guess at some point from what I saw online, I didn't, I didn't know this, but apparently at some point the Red Bulls front office had knocked the shit out and they were like, fuck this, we're leaving. And decided to go to Philly. So, okay. Goodbye. Yep. I, I'm totally cool with that. And I, I saw uh, the reason I know the names is because I did a quick search and blast from the past named Frank Giassi huh. had, had written a post about him back in 2015. Yep. They were army doctors. They were served overseas and all this great stuff, but they're douches. They're just they, douches. They grew up around DC, but they became Metro Stars fans. So I guess it worked out, at least temporarily. I don't know. All right. Anyway, we're we're done with League's Cup, right? Yes. <clears throat> we get to talk about another uh, embarrassing moment: the Women's World Cup, at least for the United oh, States. Oh no! Oh boy! It's fucking embarrassing. Uh. 
two-time defending World Cup champions out in the round of 16. At least in fairness, they lost to like the third best team in the world. So it wasn't like they lost to some scrub team, but very disappointing result for the United States. They won by only three goals against what was it, Vietnam? Like their first year in the uh, World Cup final, mm-hmm. they drew their last two games, one one to Norway, zero zero of all things to Spain, or I think it was Spain. Um, not sorry, not Spain. Portugal, um, and came in second in the group and had to face Sweden and got eliminated by the thinnest of margins in terms of a ball being over the line Yeah, on a penalty kick. Like, when I look at that picture, I don't do not see any space between the line and the ball, but you know what? It's too late to say anything now, so... But it, it, an embarrassing, let me phrase it, embarrassing for the women in terms of how they've done historically in the World Cup. Uh, that was the earliest elimination. I think before this, we had never made it lower than third place. Um, so, yeah, they, they were out of the World Cup, which means, unfortunately, I kind of stopped watching the Women's World Cup because between that and the Red Bulls, I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Take a little soccer break. Well, and then Everton had to start back up, and of course, week fucking one happened. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but not not a good look for the the women. Um, hopefully they'll bounce back in four years. But yeah, no, they're doing not, with the new coach. Good. So there you go. Oh, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> it is happening. <laughs> oh, did they did they officially fire him? No, he resigned. I believe he uh, resigned. Was was the. They they mutually parted ways. That's right. <laughs> he got future endeavored. <laughs> Any thoughts on the women's World Cup? No, I think you summed it up. It's just a uh, lot of just bad coaching decisions. We know what that's like. Um, and they just weren't ready to play from game one. I think that even the games leading up to it, you could kind of tell that they weren't the dominating team that they've been in the past. So I think this is a major transition. Um, you know, obviously, there's a couple star players like, you know, Abby Wambach's, you know, won't be in the team anymore. And a couple of players will be there. So it's just that reload with youth, right? And get ready for four years. Uh, when the men's team had to do it, when that when there was that final year when they had like guys like Jermaine Jones, who was way past his prime playing still. And, yeah. um, well, they got really embarrassed. I mean, they got beyond embarrassed because, you know, that's when they didn't even decide to qualify for the World yeah. Cup. Um, and that's what caused the men's team to really reload it and, and bring in all the youth players. So that's what you're going to see here, too. So four years, I think they'll be back. Um, they're always a great team. But um, sometimes you got to take these lumps. And they, and they took a big one. Uh, so speaking about taking lumps, the uh, president of FIFA, Gianf- Gianni Infantino, boy, did he... Uh, he pulled some shit with this women's World Cup. Because, uh, let's see, recently he claimed that the women should, quote, pick the right battles to, quote, convince us men what we have to do over equality issues in soccer. Uh, he left the Women's World Cup, I think, after the first round of games. 
to, I don't know where he went, but he just left and went somewhere else where he stayed for the whole World Cup in guitar. So just a great job by the head of FIFA. Well, I, I, I think no matter what year it is, you can always say that whoever is the head of FIFA is a giant pile of trash because they always are no matter who it is. It's just how big their pile goes. They're always corrupt, complete douchebags, and they always will be. Yeah, because unfortunately, that's how you get there. Correct. But, I mean, at least have this, the PR sense to, you know, stay and not make sexist comments. Like, that's kind of a, an easy they're, they're win there. They're douchebags. They always will be. True. Seth Blatter was talking about women being sexy. So, I mean, that's... King of the douchebags. Uh, let's move on. Yes. So the New York Red Bulls are back in action in MLS regular season uh, this Sunday, August 20th, where they will host for the first time this year, or sorry, play for the first time this year, DC United. Feels like it's been forever since we faced them. I know. That's right. It, no, I don't miss them. That's fine. Uh, it's, it's just weird going from the season three times a year to two now. Plus, plus we uh, we don't see them in the playoffs anymore, so... True. Um, DC come into the game with a eight, six, and ten record, thirty points, uh, minus two goal difference. They currently sit uh, number nine in the Eastern Conference, which is the very last playoff spot. So, you want to talk about a game being a quote six pointer? This is the absolute definition of one to make up ground on a team that's in a playoff spot. Um, I didn't want to dig back to their last five matches. They, their last match was a 5-4 PK loss to the Union in the League's Cup in the round of 16 right before we played Philly. <clears throat> so, predictions. Uh, Truman, you are in the lead for the prediction contest. I know it's been a while since we've talked about that. So, uh, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen in D.C.? Well, one thing that's going to happen is that um, I will be there. I'll be at the game. Uh, but the bad news is the last two times I've gone, uh, last year they lost one nothing to NYCFC. And no, the year for that, that one. And the, but the year before that, the game got rained out. <laughs> so, uh, Which I think was also supposed to be against NYCFC. I think that's supposed to be against NYCFC, and it got rained out. Um, so not hey, doing too good. Maybe a rain out would be actually better this year. There's no I rain mean, in the forecast. Suck. I mean, it would suck for you because you wouldn't get to see him, but no rain in the forecast. Um, so I will be there. I'm also going to this wrestling uh, convention thing in Fairfield during the afternoon. So if you got nothing to do before the game, you should probably check that out. Um, pretty cool. A lot of AW people will be there. ECW people. Random people. Um, anyway, prediction. Um, they can't let me down three years in a row. So I think they're going to win. Uh, I mean, they can't score more than two goals when I'm there. I mean, that's that's fucking impossible. I'm going to say, oh, God, let's say two, nothing. Be, we'll be creative. Defense will still be good. Um, and it's stupid DC and then F them. So a Sunday night game. I don't know how many DC fans will be making the trip up for a Sunday night game, but hopefully they stay home. Because I don't like them. Yeah. And it's, 
it, it occurred to me this is the first Sunday game that we played this year. Mm. I don't know if that means we're, we're going to be on Fox Sports or not, but whatever. Um, no. We'll be I, on all I, Snap TV, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I want to predict the win because I want to be positive, but I feel like I can't because of the prediction standings. I don't know if 11, 11 games out is the time to start making that change. So, <laughs> you know, for now, I'm going to I'm going to stay in the positive. I am also going to say two goals to the good, but I do not think we're good enough to get a shutout in this one. Uh, recent history has shown that we're not necessarily great at keeping teams off the score sheet when we actually score. So I'm going to go the 2-1 win. Uh, against DC. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2. Uh, I don't know what their last match was. I don't fucking care about that part. <laughs> they are, their record is 11, 7, and 5 with three shutout, or sorry, shootout wins. 41 points, 13, or plus 13 goal difference. Number four in the Eastern Conference for MLS Next Pro, which is still the worst fucking name for a reserve league I could think of. That it then, is. Their next match is on Monday, uh, August 21st, 7 p.m. against Atlanta 2 at Montclair. Gotham FC has been pretty busy because, again, no fucking leagues in the U.S. decide to take off when their players are in international tournaments because yep, why would why you do something that? like that? Yeah, that only makes sense. Uh, so they had four games in the NWSL Challenge Cup. They had a 3-1 win at Orlando. Uh, followed up by a 4-2 loss at Washington. Then they won 2-0 at home versus North Carolina Courage, and I think finished out the group stage with a 1-1 draw uh, versus Orlando. So in the Challenge Cup, that puts their record at 3-2-1, 11 points, plus three goal difference, number two in Group A. Uh, they were tied in points, but a tiebreaker is what um, kept them from claiming number one in the group. Let's see. Uh, so that unfortunately means they did not qualify for the semifinals. So they are done with the uh, Challenge Cup. Uh, they didn't play any league games over the, the, the last month. <clears throat> but just to reset for them, they are 7 4 and 4, 25 points plus three goal difference, number three in the NWSL. And their next match is uh, tomorrow at the San Diego Wave, August 19th, at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're looking for some Saturday Night Soccer, then there you go. All right. With that, it is time for the Red Bull F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Oh, so good. Uh, well, breaking news, nothing's changed. Uh, Max Verstappen's still in first place, still dominating, still winning races. Uh, Checo's in second. They've also been on a, a summer break um, since the end of July. So I think we only missed, I think it was two races, the Hungary and the Belgium race, which, of course, Max just wins everything. Yep. And then uh, they're still off this weekend. So it's next weekend they'll kick off uh, the season again in the Netherlands. So we still have a little bit of time to wait until we get back into the F1 at home. The 
the best part about the Belgian Grand Prix was Max intentionally taking a five spot deduction in the state in the starting grid because he's like, "Fuck this! I want to change my setup." Yeah, and he's and he still didn't matter. St- still qualified first, which meant he ended up in starting sixth, and it just matter of time, and he took yep. it over. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's just it just never will. Ended up with a 22 second lead over his teammate at the end of the race. So. And it was a sprint weekend. He won the sprint. He almost won every single point, but Lewis Hamilton pulled a Max Verstappen, got the quickest lap on the last lap after yeah. changing his tire. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I finished watching Drive to Survive, and it made me want to. And I hadn't done it before, but I went back and I found the 2021 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, the one that had all the the late stage. Controversy. Uh, yes, it was a that was a very entertaining race. Yes, it was. The I I'm pretty sure they covered it in the Netflix show, but it did not really convey how good of a job Perez did in that race about keeping Hamilton close to Max. Yep. If it wasn't yeah. for that, I don't think what happened at the end would have mattered. Yep. Uh, but if you want to, if you are interested in F1 and you haven't seen it, I would go check the race out. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, it is time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. Have anything written down? I, I have a Premier, thought, but I'll leave first. Premier League's back, so that's exciting. Well, for some people. Yeah. That's always fun. When, you're, when your team gets a, a goal taken off the board incorrectly and then gives up a goal and loses one nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Pat mentioned that um, Wrexham experienced what happens when you um, move up a level when they got thumped in their first game. I think they lost like 5-2 to two or 5-3 to three or something. I think it was 5-3. Yeah, and then I think they drew their last game. But uh, yeah, so I mean, soccer all the time now. The Premier League's back, so that uh, I do like that. So I don't know if I had mentioned this. Um, I know I did mention on the show, but I don't know if I mentioned this to you, and Pat. But I am planning to make a trip to England this year to catch a match at Goodison before it is no longer used for Everton. Yeah. <clears throat> So hopefully I'm, I'm in the process of planning that like for January to go and catch a game there, do the stadium tour, do a bunch of other stuff because my wife's not just soccer, so I can't do that to her. But looking forward to that. Hopefully I have a team that is somewhat decent at least, like mid-table. That'd be nice. And worst case, if they're crap, you could just walk across the park right to Anfield. So. No, it's okay. <laughs> It's just, it's just a short trip. No, that, that's I'm, I'm good. Are you sure? I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll walk across the park, but I won't go in the stadium. Yeah, I'll take a quick walk. <laughs> I still can't. I, so I also got a new phone. I, I showed you the photo, but I can't believe that the the fucking phone case came in in a Liverpool box. Like, yeah, that was what sweet. kind of shit was that? They knew. They know who you are. Like, oh, Jason, I pick up. I know who the fuck he is. He's... Yeah. You know what it was? It's because it was a red Ted Lasso case. Like, it's red. It's a red box. It works. Boom. Liverpool. Bam. Right on. Let's fuck around. Boom. Um, 
NFL is almost back. Yep. Preseason mode. Jets Jets hard, are on hard knock and uh, hard knocks. Nice and exciting. Thankfully, you're not showing players getting cut like they said they were not. The 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 team told the hard knocks crew we are not going to let you in the room when we cut players. Good. That's the worst. We should yep. never show that. Yep. I mean, this those are guys trying to make a livelihood. Like that's not. Yeah. No one needs to see that. It's it's been a pretty good uh, representation so far. <clears throat> I, have you been watching it? I don't know if you ever not. Yeah, of course. Okay. Why, why am I watching it? <laughs> well, I, honestly, I don't watch hard jets. I, I don't watch hard knocks unless it's jets. So. Right. I I won't either. Who gives a shit about any other team besides the Giants <laughs> and Jets? But the the fucking rookie show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were terrible. Was, they were terrible. Good God. I don't I understand what the, what the fucking. I don't understand what that fucking quiz thing was supposed to be. That was a disaster. Their dancing was terrible. Everything was bad. That quiz was awful. Oh, oh God. Well, the the dancing was supposed to be the um, like the step shows that um historically black fraternities do, or black fraternities and sororities, I think. But they did the step shows that they do, which I I kind of get, but there's that was not executed at at no, all. It was, it was not. They I don't think they practiced. Like you know, like I'll just get up there and do whatever. It's fine. <laughs> And then, then their nicknames, pork, pork chop. Like, what kind yeah. of fucking nickname is pork chop? Yeah, oof. It's like uh, Pluto uh, was giving to him an animal house. <laughs> pork chop with gravy. Like, okay. <laughs> and you still call fucking pork chop. God. At least Aaron Rodgers seems to be happy. So. Yeah, take it. And from all appearances so far, it seems like he's been a good influence on Zach Wilson, which is a good a good thing. Yep. I mean, it's only a couple episodes, but Zach Wilson seems to have grown up a little bit, so that's also good. Imagine that. Right? It's it's almost like he was an immature kid coming out of college. <laughs> like yep. pretty much everybody. Yep. All right. Um, I assume that's it for Dumping Ground. Are we doing Terrible Team of the Week? Oh, oh, I got one. Don't worry. All right. Hold on. Then it's time for Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. So listen, Jim Curtin, you're such a douche. You're <laughs> such a douche. And you ran your mouth after you beat a shitty Red Bull team about how we talk trash in your stadium. And you beat us 11 times in a row. And then you promptly got fucking waxed at home by Intermessy FC. It was 3 nothing at the half. The goal Messi scored was weak sauce. I don't even care. That was a weak-ass shot. From distance, on the ground, goalie was must have been sleeping at that point because it was a, a ter- piss-poor save attempt. Um, but, God, I love seeing him lose and be miserable. That was awesome. I loved that they were down 3 nothing at halftime with really no chance to come back. Uh, there's a good chance that happens to us in a couple weeks. Um because right, like we said, Messi is completely on a tear right now. Um, but I hope an ML- MLS play that we just break his shin. Um, but oh god, oh, Philly losing like that—it's oh, fucking delicious. So, I mean, we'll we have to talk about the game next week. But what's the bar for success against Miami at the moment? Right, because I think losing close, at least for the Red Bulls, could be considered success. 
I think they're still beatable. I think they're a beatable team. Um, well, I mean, da- I mean, FC. Da- I'm looking at their last few games. FC Dallas took in the penalty kicks after four four wild ninety minutes. So yeah, I as crazy as this sounds, and I know it sounds fucking crazy. I think the Red Bulls have the defense to hold this team up for a little while. So do you do you think that this tear Miami's on is strictly because it's League's Cup and teams are resting some of their better players? Like is I mean, that teams I mean teams are going for it, right? But um I don't know. I think I think league play is just a, a different animal. Um and and look, Messi's a fucking monster and of course they, they sign more players around him and but um I, I don't know. I like our defense. It's it's time to go 2001 2002 mls and start breaking some shins i was gonna say at what point in the miami game does like harper or somebody decide to go in a little too hard on Messi and cause a brawl i need i need mike pecky on the field style defense <laughs> oh, God. from the red bulls not coach pecky defender pecky that Re- guy re- revenge is coming pecky <laughs> yes that's that's the type of defense i want inter Messi to see well, at least that Miami game will have more cameras and 4K and slow-mo and all this other Absolutely shit. Absolutely, they will. So whatever that, that bone crunchy tackle comes in, it'll be captured multiple angles. At oh, I high can't wait. Watch, 4K. His, watch his shin spin around and around like a helicopter. <laughs> we we just need the uh, Taylor Twelman, um, Peyton Manning-esque broadcast where it's him and another player. And, well, I guess not Taylor Twelman because he would be um, – He's the color guy. We need we need like maybe Bradley Wright Phillips and somebody else to get yeah. the like oh shit reactions. Like that'd be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be Bradley Wright Phillips and Will Forte. There you go. A team that makes no sense whatsoever. What wasn't it Forte and uh No, it was, it was Daniel Cardo and Will Arnett. Um That's Will Arnett's for F one. Yeah, Ricardo. Yeah. No, fuck it. Let's get Ricardo for this game. Oh, I'd do. I'd be down with that too. <laughs> I, I'm cool with that. I'm totally his, cool his, with that. His energy just, just with one of those games, that'd be awesome. I love it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to discuss? Hell no. Okay. I hope I see. I hope I see you all on Sunday. I'm, I'm pretty excited to be going to game. I don't get to make them out too often, being up here in the in the Great White North. So, let's hang out. You know, I haven't made it to a game yet. I wonder if, when I should go. I don't know. I'm, I I moved like a, half an hour away, so now it's another. It's like a total hour difference of, and four versus six or four versus five hours. It's like a little more daunting. And and the thing is, they are pretty terrible. So I that's, mean, that's know, the other thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really want to effort that trip? Like, I'm going to be down there for the weekend. Do you really want to effort a trip to watch a terrible team? No, but. And that's the other thing. It's like I don't have any like weekend things up in the area to like justify. Oh, hey, I'm gonna go to this while I'm up here. Right. So I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's wrap this one up. Uh, yeah. You can visit us at Patreon.com/slash/RedBullRant. One dollar a month gets you exclusive content such as <clears throat> monthly wrap-ups, live post games, anything we decide to do. We really <laughs> did do something for our, our patrons because we haven't done anything <laughs> recently. So we'll have to talk about that. Uh, if you want to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Leave us a voicemail. 
Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at the Truman for Truman. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. So much much has happened in the fucking month since we we, Red Bulls got out of Leaf Cup. Twitter apparently just had to rebrand itself. we're not going to get into the politics aspect, but a, a, a former politician has had multiple indictments in different <laughs> states. Some dude, some guy's in trouble. <laughs> Imagine what the late night shows are feeling like being on strike this whole time. Oh, I bet you, I bet you, John Oliver was like, "God damn it, I'd have so much fun of with this." Material that all these shows have saved up right now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, subscribe to her show via iTunes, YouTube Music. Uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Ah, I can't wait to see you all on Sunday. I hope the Red Bulls don't fuck it up for me and win. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 439 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. See you later.